Welcome to the Average AF Podcast with your hosts, Adam McElroy and Stephen Hardy. Hey guys, welcome to the Average AF Podcast. This is episode 12. I'm one of your hosts, Adam, and as always, I'm here with Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like normal, we do want to start off by reminding everybody to follow and subscribe to us everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, all that kind of stuff. We're at Average AF Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Average AF Pod. So make sure to follow us and uh you know, leave feedback, leave reviews, leave ratings, all that kind of stuff. But I did want to mention as well, on Apple Podcasts, we actually have six ratings already, and they are all five stars. So Five stars. <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, that means a lot to us. We do have a couple of reviews as well. Uh, thankfully, only positive stuff so far. <laughs> hey, but, yeah. Leave uh, leave all feedback, constructive, all that kind of stuff. If you want to be mean, that's fine, too. We need it. I demand it. <laughs> Do you understand me? Just let us know. <laughs> but, yeah, keep subscribing to us everywhere. Uh, we are seeing our numbers go up a little bit each week. Total, we're at roughly about 750 plays uh, altogether. So I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, thanks to all of you. I know uh, other podcasts obviously have a lot more, but... We're starting from quite literally zero. So we have no fan base prior to this. You know, we're not famous people. We nope. don't nope. we don't even network that much. We don't nope. have many friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we're pretty uh unsocial butterflies, but <laughs> if that's the term for it. But yeah, guys, we, we appreciate you and uh you know, keep uh letting us know how you feel and uh you know leave voice messages submit questions whatever you want to do we want to get you guys involved uh, as much as possible but let's get into it here uh our first topic uh is something that steve wanted to talk about yeah man and uh i i think it'd be good to kind of not necessarily help people but just to give alternate perspectives on stuff right we've been trying to think of things that um can help you in your more day-to-day life uh we feel like that can kind of be our niche as far as um when we do our podcast uh talk about things that you you can use uh, to help you get through life's adversities skills and also we would love to soak up you know any perspectives and views that our listeners may have so today uh, I want to talk a little bit about nature versus nurture uh, and its effect on kind of your self-esteem and your ability to deal with uh, different adversities in life. What prompted me to to think about this question was my own son, actually. He, mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of things that and little conflicts I had within myself at his age. Like, it's like a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a mirror. Uh, and there's a lot of things that he does that I definitely did. Uh, there's a lot of thoughts that he has that I definitely had. And uh, I'm, I like to think that I'm pretty aware of that type of stuff and how that molded me, you know, to be who I am. And with that, I'm trying to 
catch the things that my parents did that I thought negatively affected me mm-hmm. and do the opposite of that. But it seems to not make a difference in some way. So let me give you an example. Okay. I don't know if the, maybe most of you probably don't know, but my son, my kids, they don't live with me. They live with their mom. 10 minutes away, so that's close enough, but, you know, they don't live with me. I'll get phone calls from her. Hey, you need to talk to your son. He's acting up. He's, you know, stumbling around the house, being mad, angry. And, you know, when I get on the phone with them, you know, and we talk about what he's upset over, whatever it is, uh, he ends up saying stuff like, well, I don't want people, you know, you guys are making fun of me or, you know, uh, you guys are laughing at me. He's very self-conscious of, okay. you know, the things that happens to him. And he 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 tends to take things like in the worst possible way uh, as far as, you know, we don't we don't really cuss at him or talk down on him, you know, and we try to understand. But it seems like no matter how much we do that, he still takes this 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 mindset, this mindset and this stance of you guys are attacking me. You guys are, you know, making fun of me, you know. This isn't funny, you know, and things like that. So it made me wonder, like, well, what's happening? How much of that is because, like I said, I went through a lot of that same stuff growing up, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to treat him differently than my parents treat me. But it seems to still have I mean, a lot of that is still coming up despite completely different behavior between what happened to me and what I'm doing to him. So, you know, it made me think about more of, well, maybe it's just part of his dna you know personality is nothing that's not much you can really do he's going to think what he wants to think and no matter you know it's just some things that you can't control no matter how much influence you try to put on it you know what i mean yeah it, that's definitely a, a hard one um because how old is he he's nine the one nine. I'm talking okay about is nine. Yeah. yeah so being nine is tough man <laughs> um i don't know i've fun fact i've always said if i wanted to go back to a certain age it'd be nine because nine is the perfect age but (laughs) um yeah i don't know man i don't know if that's a mixture of like nature and nurture or if it's just being nine years old because we're all insecure at nine for the most part aside from a couple you know here and there but if you think about it like if you really think back on your like elementary years, like mm-hmm. there's a couple people that are confident and whatever, but most people are just doing stuff to to get people to like them, right? And that's right. just being nine years old. You you're not actively doing that, I guess, on purpose per se, but you just think that that's the right thing to do. Right is the purpose is to be liked at that age. Right, there's right. nothing else really going on yeah the purpose is to have friends and have fun i guess when things kind of interfere with that there's i don't want to say you know you tend to overreact but it's like that's your whole world right that's all you've got Mm -hmm. is people liking you so if that goes away or you're in an uncomfortable position like as as a nine-year-old there's not really much else you can do or else you can voice like nothing else you can voice because you don't know anything else you don't know you're not actively aware of this i i wouldn't think so right it's it's hard to judge that you just want to be 
I guess as supportive as possible. And I, and I, you yeah. know, and I know you uh, are, but, and yeah, that's, uh, it's really frustrating for me because we tell him like, anytime he fails at something, Oh, I suck at video games. I was the same exact way. I lose one game and just think, Oh, I'm the worst person in the world. Like I'm not worth right. nothing. And I, I repeatedly tell him, you know, Hey, you know, you can get better at whatever. The key thing is to practice though. Right. You will not get better unless you put the time and that work in. And I really try to reinforce that. Uh, but you know, he's still, oh man, you know what I mean? Like, dang it. Like, you know, I'm not, or I suck at this and he's immediately frustrated and he, right. you know, and you look at him and he says he understands like, yeah, you know, I got to get pregnant. I got to get better, but you know, right. it crushes his world. Whereas, you know, I had the same exact reaction and I would say that, you know, my parents were not as positive when it came to things like that. So, you know, as much as I try to alter that response, because I had it too, you know, it seems to have no effect or very little effect on that. So, you know. I uh, think I think you're coming up on the years where it will have an effect, though. Yeah. I think at 9 or 10, you're, you know, as a, as a kid, you're starting to get to that point to where you can really trust your dad. Like, not that he doesn't, you right, know, but right, like right. really like you know dive into what he's saying and grasp onto it and stuff and actually now that i think about it uh right around then i was probably 10 or 11 my dad had always told me one sentence i know i've mentioned it on here before but he's always told me one thing ever since i was like four or five that i can remember like since i was really young but when i was 10 11 something like that I really hooked on to it, and it was, I have it tattooed on me, great minds don't think alike, great minds think for themselves. Uh You know, as a kid, I kind of, I mean, I understood the English of it, right? I understood what he meant, but it it wasn't until I was 10, 11, 12, maybe, that I actually grasped onto it Uh and really kind of started, not necessarily living by it, but you know, believing in that kind of thing. So I think as long as you put in the groundwork now, it's just common for a kid to have self-esteem issues. That's just part of it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you were the same way. I was the same way, right? Mm -hmm. We all just want to be liked as a kid. And I think, you know, once he gets older, that 11, 12 range, when he starts to understand that not everything is being liked, you know, there's more to it. Yeah. That's sure. when you can start molding, really. Right. You want to put in the groundwork now, but, like, he's not going to grasp onto that concept, or very few will, in in full perspective until they're a little older, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, that so. makes sense. So, thinking further, you know, in his life and, you know, looking back on mine, I guess, I started to also think about what kind of effect you know, nurture versus nature has on somebody's self-esteem and, you know, their ability to deal with adversity. So uh, I guess a, a question for him would be, do you believe or what are your thoughts on uh, the mixture or is it completely black and white? Like, OK, yeah, this person is more confident and this person deals with things head on straight up shooter versus, you know, cowering back and, you know, using defense mechanisms and, you know, deflecting responsibility. Is that a result of the things that you went through? Is it part of just, you know, your DNA? 
how much of a mixture that is? Do you have an ability mm. to? Yeah, I don't know. That? I don't know because have you ever taken a like a sociology class? Uh, a sociology, no. Psychology, I don't think I ever took social. Okay, so social is like this, basically the study of more or less people in general, like okay. groups of people. Yeah, is what I think it technically is. So right now we're talking about groups of like nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, yeah. you know? So it's it's hard to to say, I guess. Um, For you then, personally, mm-hmm. being who you are, I would like to describe you as a person you know uh, who can take criticism. You welcome it. Uh, you can also give it and be respectful about it. I would say you're good at prioritizing things. You know, okay, so is that a result of, I, I mean, are your parents that way too? Yeah. And is that because of who they are, like as far as their DNA, or is that something that they just practiced over time and just happened to become good at and you soaked that up? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put me in this conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like, because for me, it is very very nature and nurture as to why I am who I am. Absolutely. It's, it's both of them. It's, I mean, my parents are, you know, have ran a business for what, like 30 years now or so. Mm -hmm. And it's just them two. And they have, I don't even know how many, but probably 10 to 15 rental properties, you know, and it's just them, just them two. My dad fixes them all up and my mom sells them or manages them or whatever. Takes all the phone calls basically and tells him to go fix stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to be extremely organized for that to be the case to, I guess, account for all that stuff. And with that, like I said, my dad from an early age always told me to be myself. And I've always, I don't know, I've, I've always made sure to think differently more or less on purpose, not necessarily be different, but make sure I take an alternate perspective. Yeah. Just, I guess, for my benefit. I always made fun of my dad because I w- he was always watching History Channel or Sci-Fi or something like that. And another one of his famous quotes, I'd like walk into his room or whatever, and he'd be like, be careful, you might learn something. Oh, you know? Yeah. And it was just because I always made fun of him, like you're a nerd, like you know, yeah. just having okay. having fun with it. But right, yeah. he's like, he's like, one day you're gonna want to know everything. And I'm like, no, you know <laughs> yeah, what? You're right. a nerd. Right. Like, <laughs> let's go play football, like or whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just I'm very nature versus nurture. I guess both of them, but like I don't know because. He told me to think differently and, you know, his whole thing's the universe. And he always says before he dies, he's going to find out why we're here. You know, that's a extreme long shot, but that's kind of his goal. You know, he watches science and he's obviously not like a scientist or anything, but I would classify him as like a kind of a philosopher on how he looks at stuff. I would argue everybody that's dead knows. They just can't tell us. Right. Okay. Fair. Yep. But uh, I don't know. I've just... I I didn't have a normal childhood, I guess, mentally. Yeah. I had a very normal childhood physically. I was outside, played sports, you know, everything was good. I grew up in a, you know, a good home, you know, nothing crazy in that aspect. But 
to kind of bring it back is like not to get too far into details, but my dad has demons. Yeah. And I've noticed, I, you know, growing up, I was very spiteful towards him for certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you do this and this? And like, we've gotten into physical arguments and altercations and mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. But as I grow older, I catch myself doing the same stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. And I've actually had this conversation before with Jess. I don't know if I've had it with you or not, but like my dad is a great person and I love him so much. But like I said, growing up, we clashed a lot. Uh And I always grew up saying I'll be a better dad than he is always. And now looking back that I'm older, I understand why he did certain things. Yeah. And now I'm doing those certain things. Right. So it's, it's hard to escape the, I don't know, is that nature or is that nurture that I'm picking up on it? I guess it's both. Yeah. Because I'm around it. Right. And that's how, that's what's physically, not physically, but that's what's happening to me. Right, right. And I've absorbed it and I've said I was going to learn from it. So I was aware of it. Yeah. But then, and I said I would never do that, but now I'm doing it. But I also understand why he did it. Right. So it's, it's such a hard conversation because... You want to get away from it, but I don't know if you ever truly can. Mm-hmm. I think at, at some point or at a certain point, it does all boil down to that. It's just how much you let it boil down to that. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's that's the hard part. So you would argue that you're more like your dad than your mom? Absolutely. Okay. Growing up until I was probably 21, 22, I would say I was exactly like my mom. Really? Yep. But like I said, just the perspective I had, it, yeah. it just, for lack of a better term, like slowly started eating away at me. Right. And I just kind of flipped that more, I guess, cynical switch more or less. Yeah. It's not, you know me, I'm not a very cynical person in that aspect, but it's a a darker perspective on the world, I guess. And right. that's... Something that I get from my dad, whether I want it or not. Right, right, right. And uh, he didn't. He didn't want to give that to me either. He tried to hide that from yeah. me. Yeah, he really did. He was in that aspect trying to be a good dad, uh-huh. but it still got through. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You kind of wish you can. Uh, I mean, maybe not exactly, but go back and you know roll the dice again just mm-hmm. to see if you turn out the same way. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, looking at myself though. I missed a lot of time with my parents because, you know, I think I talked about earlier how I got in some trouble as a juvenile and I was kind of separated in those crucial years where I was trying to figure out who I was and where I fit in in society and, you know, learning how transitioning from being a boy to a man. So uh, I don't feel 100 percent confident when I answer this question, but I I definitely believe um, uh, personality wise, DNA you know genetics how all that influences who you are definitely more like my dad he was very uh non-confrontational as am i right uh he had all types of friends white black chinese you know mexican hispanic like they all my dad was just one of those people and I'm you only got like that you only got white friends damn near <laughs> damn near man but that's another topic for another day you know what <laughs> i want to talk about that because I, I literally thought one day like god damn like literally 
I'm not, the people that I hang out with that are my fucking race is slim. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I think, <laughs> it, you know it, 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 it's uncomfortable for some reason. And I felt like if my mom knew that, she'd tell me, like, why ain't that's you a got choice. No, why yeah, ain't you she got would, no black friends? She would, I, I, I guarantee she would argue that's a choice. Yeah. You are choosing to not hang out with black people. And all I don't, I don't, I no, that wouldn't be the answer at all if you ask me right now. Right. No, it's just I don't choose my friends based on color, but that's uh, yeah. that's a side topic. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So you know, to our listeners, I kind of want to get your perspective on you know, leave us a voice message, send us some in the comments wherever you may be listening at uh, your thoughts, your perspectives, any questions on nature versus nurture, how that affects your self esteem, your ability to deal with uh, life in general. Uh, and from there, I want to go into some positive stress relievers. Okay. Uh, that you, I, our listeners may use to just deal with life in general and those adversities. So my list here, I try to think of things that you may not know. Okay. Uh, cool. and I, I want to elaborate on some of these things and how they relieve stress for me. Well, real list. quick before yeah. you start, I want... I'd like you to define like positive stress relievers <laughs> because like anything. So like in theory, going uh, and like okay. a, taking a baseball bat to shit could be positive if you're not hurting anybody. You, but okay. that's aggressive. Whose property are you damaging though? What if it's yours? You just buy it. Go buy a. I would argue that's not positive. But why? Because you shouldn't have to be destructive towards anything to deal with life. So that's what I'm saying. I because to me. Like, I like to box. That's a positive. For me, it's a positive stress reliever. Oh, okay. I get to hit something. And it's not necessarily because I'm angry, per what se. What are you boxing? A punching bag. Okay. But I have a punching. Well, I used to. I, I would argue that falls under working out more so than, you know, because that's actually on my list. So, okay. So, let me let me ask you this. One thing that I think would be a big stress reliever for me is going to hit baseballs, right? Just in an open field or at like, you know, just an an abandoned field or wherever, anywhere that there's room. But how's that different than taking it to a fax machine? Taking the bat to a fax machine? Because why, why do you go hit baseballs? You want to hit something. Well, that's what you do. Right. You have to tell me that. Okay. So that's why you do it? Because you'd like to hit yeah, stuff? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say going to, in general, going to hit a baseball is a positive thing. Or it's okay. not a negative thing in general. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. That's an interesting perspective that's what I, that. That's when you laughed when I said define positive, but it's kind of a real thing. Okay. Because it, okay, I yeah, get, you know, yeah, it, aggressive yeah. doesn't necessarily mean negative. Yeah, I guess it does have a kind con- of a negative connotation, right. but it doesn't necessarily mean right destructive. Right, we're all about that's opening a, our minds. That's a that's a that's like splitting hairs almost. I know. Me. All right, go but ahead. I do, like I like that's a, a perspective. That's why we do right. this, man. Right. So so what are yours? Probably the biggest one is video games. Okay. Yeah, I knew you that. used to do that. Um, you you don't say you just don't have the time, or is it just something you don't get into no more? It's. I don't know, man, since like in the last probably three or four years, my attention span's just gone. Really? It's gone. I went, 
This was probably two years ago at this point. I went and bought a PS4. Uh-huh. Uh, played it solid for about two or three weeks. Yeah, I Just, remember you telling me about the show. You love that right, game. Right, playing MLB The Show. That's yeah. why I bought the damn PlayStation 4 was for <laughs> one game, basically. And I played some Call of Duty here and there and, you yeah. know, some Skate. Um, or no, Skate's, I think, Xbox. But, you know, just played skateboarding games or whatever. And I played it solid for maybe a month. And then I didn't touch it for four months. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, it's time to go. So I sold it. Time to go. And yeah. I've never like regretted it. You know, like I, it's just, I don't know. My attention span's gone. Like, okay. Even now I'll get the, like, I'll want to play skate, skate three. Yeah. What we used to play at yep. Poplar all yep. the time. Yep. I love that game, but to watch. just, I would say once every two months, once every three months, I'll be like, you know, I kind of want to play some skate. And just be like, go for it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because we're usually in the room, we're watching TV or whatever, but she's like, go for it. She's studying or whatever. I'll turn it on for max 20 minutes. Damn, it's done. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah, I'm good. And I I don't know. Fuck, Even man. like Call Some of Duty. Some people just don't, yeah. Like, we used to play Call of Duty. Uh, like, for like, yeah, an hour and a half, two hours at a time. Well, you weren't around when we were on Wood Street. No. Call of Duty, eight hours a day. Wow. Like, you came over and it was either music videos or Call of Duty. That's what was going on. If I want you to hang out a while, we'll play some Call of Duty. We'll hang out. Yeah. If you're just stopping in, we're going to play some music. We're going to have a good time. You're going to leave. Right. It kind of depends on who you were. But I used to play video games all day long. I can't do it now. Can't do Jeez, it. Jeez, man. That's crazy. I don't think I'll ever truly completely quit. I've definitely slowed down a shit ton. And I would argue some of that is because of life, not because I'm less interested. Some of that maybe like only like 15, 20% tops. Yeah. Most of it is I just don't have the time. See, I, just I don't, don't have the time. I'll sit at home but bored. But I can't see myself completely stopping. I think at 80 years old, I will still have at least interest in watching like video games. Literally, like, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been at home bored. With or without people there, you know, Jess and Harper, whether they're there or not, mm-hmm. if I'm bored, I don't think playing a video game has crossed my mind in like two months. Wow. It doesn't even pop up. It's not even part of... Damn. Like, it's not even on the list. Damn, man. And I occasionally... relate. <laughs> okay, right. Occasionally, I'll be like, ah, you know, let's play. Yeah. Like, even Call of Duty, where it's, you know, 10-minute matches or whatever, yeah. I'll play yeah. five of them. You know, maybe an hour. Yeah. Done. I'm good. Done. That's about how long I play at a time, but I always go back to it the next day or later that day or something. Right. Yeah. Can't do video games. That's crazy, man. Uh, I'm one of the very few people our age that can say that, really. Yeah. Because everybody plays them to some extent. Like I said, I think life is the only reason. There's times I want to play, but I'm so mentally exhausted, I know it'd be a bad idea. Right. Like, I just know I'd suck, and i just suck it up and cry inside and go to bed because I'm tired. Like You know what I (laughs) mean? Yep. Uh, but for me, it's it's just that reality escape. That's strictly what it right. is, man. When right. I throw on a game of 2K, I'm that dude for an hour or so. And then, you know, a lot of times I'm able to jump out of my life completely, as bad as that sounds. What's no, that, it's good. What's that one movie where people were doing that? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Listeners, tell me what movie I'm talking about. I don't. I can't remember. But it's <sighs> where they literally jumped into another life. Almost, you know, and then huh. they came back to theirs. Nope. And then I'm they not gotta... a movie guy, though, either, because of my attention span. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, somebody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but 
yeah, it's just that as that reality is case. Sometimes I'll be having a bum out day and I'll go play some video games and I'll kick ass. That got me feeling good. And then when right. I jump out of that and back into my normal life, I have this like almost renewed sense of energy about what I'm going through or a different perspective right. or it just gives me that, you know, that, okay, yeah, let's, you know. So I guess a lot of people would be thinking like, I'm not necessarily a big proponent of this, but like a lot of people would think, why don't you put your effort into something that would be like productive that could also give That's you that That's something feeling. I struggled with for a long time. I that's the exact question and uh I've I've come to to answer that for myself. But go ahead. Well, that's the thing, like I don't have too many hobbies just in general. Like, you know, I got my motorcycle, which is a big one for me. Okay. But I mean, kinda like you said with life, it's just and weather, it's obviously weather permitting. I don't ride it all that often. I don't ride it nearly as much as I want to. Yeah. But like Aside from that, it, it's actually the podcast has become that for me. Okay. Because I get to work on it and, you know, we we come over here and we record roughly an hour episode, right? Mm-hmm. Generally, I'm here for two and a half hours, give or take, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less. Just hanging out, getting things set up, talking, chilling, recording, and then we'll chill a little bit afterwards and I'll take off, right? So... For me, that's, you know, three hours right there. Right. And then editing is probably, now that I've gotten a little better at it and we've just gotten better naturally at being on the podcast, it's probably hour and a half, two hours, you know, putting in the, the intro, the outro and, you know, some certain effects and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then running all the social medias as well. It kind of gives me something positive and potentially productive to fill my time. Right. So I would, and this is just me personally, everybody's different, but I would never get that from a video game. Yeah. You know, I would never have it affect my personal life or, you know, I might get like hyped up if I beat you in Madden or something, but I'm not going to walk around with a little bit more of a strut now for the rest of the day, you know? Yeah, it's just, and I don't do that obviously from editing the podcast either. <laughs> but it just gives me. I edited the shit out of this right, podcast. Right. I got done in three hours. Damn. But, but like, I'm good. It just gives me a little more, I guess, productive feeling. Okay. And that just translates, in my opinion, to just your natural, I guess, mood in general. Okay. Is that, okay, I got something done today. Right. Uh, One more thing on that, and then I'll move on down my list. Uh, so what you said about as far as it not not affecting your personal life, uh, to me, when no matter if I learn and I get good at anything, it helps me feel like yeah I can do whatever else. Yeah, and you know it gives me that confidence. So yeah, when I'm getting my ass kicked in in 2K over and over and over, and eventually I start beating the team that beats my ass. Uh, yeah, I could take that from that video game, even though it's completely. Fictional, yeah. and I can take that and like you know what, not give up on this because I I got better at that. Right, I guess that's fair. You know, uh, like I said, it's just different for everybody. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, that's like why you, we, you that's might why not we talk about it. I know you like to like do the music and stuff and music production and all that, mm-hmm. and I feel like 
that's very intricate work or it can yeah. be yep and i feel like if you enjoy that you would enjoy editing the podcast mm-hmm. but it's very tedious you right. know taking out a two second clip here and right you know that background yeah, door slamming or much, whatever but it's about the you same. know what i mean yeah. yeah and to me i like the little finer details of stuff so it's just different for everybody but i guess you can't really judge anybody for that though because we're all getting the same thing out of it we're all getting i guess not necessarily like self-worth but like it just keeps us going Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're not hurting anybody. You know, you do it however you want to do it, whatever works for you. But for me, it's become like motorcycles and the podcast and, you know, boxing here and there and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Um, And for you, it's, you know, video games and whatever else you have on your list. But like, I guess in the end, it's all the same goal. Right. You know? Yep. But what else you got? You got a couple uh, more? Yeah. So I got uh, music. But when I say that, so, you know, I listen to rap. Probably 90% of the music I listen to is right. hip hop music. Yeah. But that is not the music that relieves stress for me. Really? No. Okay. No. Uh, So on my Spotify, I have a list that I listen of the tracks I listen to riding around the car every single day. And I got a list of songs that when I'm in certain moods. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm down one certain day or, you know, whatever, I have a list of songs that I, I go to and I just play those songs because I feel like just sonically they, you know, they soothe me. They, they calm like, me down. You or no, uh, they just kind of. Yeah, because music for me has a way of like a, a certain sound or a certain, you know, melody can it's like it expresses feeling in a way so when i hear these it it does that for me and just hearing certain melodies and certain sounds together can kind of decompress like from yeah you know what i mean makes sense uh and rap doesn't do that for me i love rap i have a passion to listen to rap and there's you know songs where i'm like yeah but i cannot honestly say that that's more of something that i just enjoy doing more so than it being a stress reliever so, can you give me examples of like songs that I might know that yeah that I'll are on up, your list? Actually, I'll put up my Spotify list right now. Okay. So, you think I'll know a lot of them? Or yeah, they're okay. popular songs. Okay. A lot of them are popular songs. Some of them you're gonna probably be like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I'm sure. What is he? <laughs> really? I think I got Backstreet Boys on my phone. Hey, okay. You know, we you rock can't, out. You can't knock anything on my shit. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't nah. judge. Uh, At one point, I downloaded a whole Taylor Swift deluxe album because the girl I was trying to see, you know, this was five years ago, was into Taylor Swift. Okay. And we went out one time and I was just like, oh, you know, it happened to be on shuffle and playing only Taylor Swift. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so I've had it all too. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I got Santa Gold. You know who Santa Gold is, right? I don't think so. Really? She's, I wouldn't say she's not underground or anything. She's mainstream. Okay. Well, see, but I don't listen to the radio. So, like, main, True. newer mainstream, I don't know. Yeah. I got an LMFA old song on here. Okay. This song, La La La. A lot of people, I've actually played that out loud. I've gotten the, some of the, <laughs> the the most disrespectful faces ever. Like, this shit is trash. What are you listening to? I'm like, it ain't trash to me, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Uh, Let's see. 
Creed higher? Oh man. You don't yeah, see? I uh we'll just move past that one. Uh, let's see. You know uh Days Go By, Dirty Vegas? That wasn't a commercial. That's where I first heard of that. It was like in a Mitsubishi Eclipse commercial. I don't know. I feel like I would. Okay. Uh let's see. Let's see. You're let's failing see. on this list so far for me anyway. Yeah. I got John Mayer songs on here. I like John Mayer. Okay. Can't hate on John Mayer. I got Flyleaf songs on here. Jess would love you. Paramore. Jess would love you. Uh, Floor Rider <laughs> songs on here. Okay, yep. Getting uh, back into my category. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Jason Derulo song on here. Which one? What You Say. Yep, solid. Uh. Okay, so we're talking like yeah. mid-2000s pop. Slash. I got a mix of stuff on here, man. Yeah. I got Lily Allen. You know Lily Lily Allen? I don't think so. I got a couple Kelly Clarkson songs on here. Okay. Yeah, dude. So that's the type of stuff. You know, it just depends on the mood my day, but I'll go through that list and I can pick out three or four songs that'll just make me okay. See, that's, I guess that that could be on my list too, but it's more of like a nostalgia thing for me. Gotcha. Like things that make me extremely happy are like pop punk from the early 2000s. So like. I'm talking like Panic at the Disco. Okay. And like Fallout Boy. Okay. And Newfound Glory and Blink 182. Okay. And just like all that really emo, dumb stuff that I used <laughs> to rock out to. I love it. Some 41, you know, all that stuff. And then early, I mean, the same kind of era, like pop music just in general. Yeah. Like. Dude, if somebody turned on some Avril Lavigne, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's done. I don't karaoke much, but I mean, yeah. I, give me the Avril's mic. Avril's got some hits I, I can I can definitely jam out to. You know, like just stuff like that. But I think it's more of a nostalgia thing for me. It's not, I guess it's, it's the same aspect to some extent that you're taking. Like, it's not necessarily that i think they're the best songs and it's not what i would listen to regularly yeah but it yep. definitely gives me a boost yeah once lit once a month though i'll play yep. that playlist all day long yep yep it's there i gotta have it i'd be upset if i didn't have it dude actually do you have pandora everybody has oh, pandora yeah i use it for so long i literally haven't listened to pandora in about three years so pandora i'm gonna give you one station that is the best Pandora station ever. There's a lot. You sure? Positive. And it's going to give you 2002 to 2008 pop. You know, a little Damn. bit of R&B, a little bit of hip hop in That's there. That's a pretty good era right there. You ready? Ludacris Radio. What? Luda Radio is the best fucking Pandora station there is oh wow you gotta give it a shot okay you gotta give it a shot man okay. it's pure nostalgia. like i said i never i haven't listened to pandora in probably roughly three years because i played it from about 2007 till about 2014 15 every day of my fucking life see so i'm pulling up my pandora and this is because like you know me i'm very picky with music and stuff so if I like it, it's going to be in my Apple Music, most likely. Yeah. Or maybe SoundCloud if you can't get it there or whatever. Uh-huh. But Pandora is for everything else that I don't really <laughs> necessarily need on my phone. Right. So these are my recent Pandora stations. Panic at the Disco. Okay. Dashboard Confessional. Oh, who the fuck? That's another pop is. punk band. Oh, okay. Uh, 90s Alternative. Okay. 
Uh, classic Rock, because I was hanging out with my dad one day. That's All the only right. reason that one's on there. All right. Fallout Boy, Smash Mouth, uh, Three Days Grace, Matchbox 20. Ooh, I hated Matchbox, man. <laughs> Didn't uh, like none of this shit. And then, like, it goes into Ska Radio. Do you know what Ska is? Uh-uh. So, it's a genre. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's like... Uh, S-K-A-A or S-K-A? It's just S-K-A, yeah. It's okay. like... Uh, Think of kind of like pop punk, but with horned instruments as well. Okay. So there's a lot of trumpets and some saxophones, and it's just like a real jazzy pop punk type vibe. Gotcha. And that just always makes me happy. <laughs> but then it goes into like exhibit radio. Oh, okay. That's pretty solid. Went West Coast on the ass. Yep, yep. Uh, Immortal Technique radio. All right. Nelly radio. Okay. Uh, Hell, yeah, I mean, he's got some shit on his, I'm sure. Right, and it just goes on. Oh, here's Jay Z for you. Oh, Jay Z Radio. <laughs> but I mean, it taking back Sunday. It goes, it goes on, and those, those Pandora is strictly for my nostalgia. Okay, so strictly, but music is huge for me. I mean, if I, if it's not that, it is hip hop, but it's very. I guess when I need some type of positive. I guess reinforcement to some extent. Mm-hmm. It's a very storytelling hip hop is what I usually go with. And like do you remember I think I don't you might have been we might have been living together at this time when we were on stadium and uh I was walking to Motomart and it was winter and it was that winter that was like negative ten degrees. Yeah. So it's not a far walk. It's no, but it's under a half mile, I'd say. Yeah. It takes ten, About fifteen a, yeah, minutes. Probably close to a quarter. Yeah. So ten, fifteen minutes maybe if that oh, right. to get there. Yeah. So it's not long. And but, the winter probably yeah, close but, to fifteen. Yeah, when it's negative ten out, it yeah. fucking sucks. Yes. So I was really grumpy every morning, right? Uh-huh. Had to go out and, and walk in that. And could have been way worse. I'm not necessarily complaining, but like one song that I listened to was Eminem's Rock Bottom. Okay. That was a All big right. one for me because that's not necessarily where I felt, but like kind of. Yeah. And it kind of also gives me the perspective that it could be worse. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. I see. Even though that's kind of a sad and depressing and kind of angry song, it gave me perspective. So it's not necessarily a positive song in and of itself, but it's a positive outcome. For me, it's it's very lyrical hip-hop or some type of nostalgia. And then, I mean, I don't, I don't really actively like meditate or anything like that, but I just feel like I can put myself into some sort of like meditation. Yeah. Like not an actual meditation, but I can kind of calm myself down enough and put myself into a state where everything's okay and I can do that with headphones in and it being hip hop I can just zone out and just kind of let everything happen around me mm-hmm. and I do that regularly that's what a lot of people don't get about like alone time it's not necessarily that I want to be away or anything like that but it's just nice to be able to kind of let the world keep doing its thing and you just kind of sit still for a minute and just yeah kind of let it all go that. Definitely you know understand so that, sir. i don't 
I I wouldn't ever say that I meditate, but I try to, I guess, have that type of mindset, yeah. I guess, would be the best way to put it. Yep. That's actually on my list. Meditation. I was going to ask you if you've ever done it before. Not actual meditation. Uh, I think it'd be cool, but. Yeah, I spent time uh, in, a, in, a, in a group home type thing where there was a guy, I, I remember his name, his name was Larry. He was big on yoga, big on meditation. He swore it worked. It would work for everybody. He used to get us all together and make us do like these breathing exercises mm-hmm. and, you know, he say these phrases, make us say them, you know, to ourselves and not out loud. And, uh, you know, at first I'm like, oh, the fuck? No, dude. Right. But when I actually gave it uh, some true, like, put some effort into it and actually slowed my breathing, you do, it's 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 hard to describe, really. it. You get this, you really do feel like something's being lifted off of you if right. you do it. Like, it's the, it's the weirdest thing to explain. And, like, I mean, in in the five or six years that we've hung out, you yeah. know, we've been pretty close, obviously, the whole time, yep. or for the most part, I guess... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one word to describe me is calm. Oh, yeah. I'm just always calm. Yes. But it's because of that. Like, once again, I'm not actively meditating or anything like that, but just I've kind of programmed myself to always remain calm. Like, I don't stress. I don't believe in stress. I don't, you know, in... Everybody stresses about little things. I'm not saying I'd never stress, but it's just stress to me is the dumbest thing of all time. Yeah, I can't, you know, sitting thinking about it, I, I don't think I've ever seen a time where I've seen you visu- visibly on your face like, oh, yeah, Adam's stressed out about something. Right. Like, it's never, no. It's, and, and it's not because shit doesn't happen. Like, I mean, right. once again, since we've known each other, some shits went down. Right. And I right. haven't been in the best, you know, points and right. stuff like that. But, right. like, right. At the end of the day, I always try to stay calm, no yeah. matter what, because, like I said, I don't, I don't like stress. I don't think there's a purpose to it. I don't think there's a need for it. Like, I guess it's cool to get like your frustrations out mm-hmm. or something like that. It, I guess stressing could kind of take some of that energy towards that, but I would just rather stay calm. I don't stress about little things. I don't stress about a bill being late or anything like that. I don't I don't know if I think this was before you were living with me on stadium. They shut off my heat in the winter. Do you remember oh, that? Damn. No. They shut off the heat in the winter. No, I do not remember that, sir. Never stressed about it. It sucked. Yeah. I'm not saying it didn't suck. I'll pay it. Since I can't right now. Right. You know, I might sell something, you know, or whatever to to get that money to get the heat back on. But right. yeah. yeah, there was a good probably week and a half that I didn't have heat in winter. Jesus. And uh, you can ask Jerry. I went over there to his house every day to shower, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not because, well, I don't, you know, it's just, it was a bad time, you know, right. and, you know, whatever, but I never stressed because it wouldn't have helped the situation it would have only made the situation worse because what are other than like a little bit of like energy release what is what is the purpose of stress what is the benefit of stress when you're outside of it yeah there's none i i've 
asked a lot of people that. What is the one benefit of stress? Yeah, um, there's you know you ever heard of the term you stress? I don't think so. It's um, it's a productive level of stress. Okay. Where you know it, it's pretty Natural much uncomfortable. Stress. It's yeah. pretty much uncomfortability. Right. It's being uncomfortable with where you are, or you know, going through enough to take action. Beyond that, though, yeah, there is no real yeah. benefit. To I stress. mean, that's that's obviously good to try to better yourself in whatever yeah. way you yeah. you need to. But yeah. I've struggled with this from like a young age, like, and I guess it's the opposite of struggle. But like, I've never stressed about anything. I don't know. It just, it doesn't bother me. Like, and I guess it's because I've always had that perspective of it could be worse. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not sleeping outside, you know, I've slept in my car a little bit here and there, like didn't necessarily have a place to go or whatever, but like, I'm not outside. Right. Right. There's always, there's always a level worse than what you're at. Uh And I've always been very good at keeping that perspective. Uh So like, literally i don't you might have heard me say this a long time ago like people would people would ask you know like how you doing today or whatever and i'd just be like i ate today yeah you know do you ever remember me saying that yeah it's like i got to eat today yeah you know i'm good yeah i got to eat today i got a roof i got a bed what else what else can you really ask for like at that point it's just taking those things to the next step right Mm -hmm. i ate some bologna today i'm good till tomorrow you know and it's because actually, I'm sure we've talked about this or this has came up, uh, just me and you not on the podcast, but like there was a certain point, this was in 2010 or 11 when I was in college, I was working at Subway and me and my roommate were both working at Subway uh-huh. and we were getting 35, 40 hours, you know, consistently, both of us, everything's cool. And then the manager just slowly cut it, started cutting back both of our hours. And we're like, you know, we live together. Right. Like, and at a certain point, she scheduled us uh, combined for 12 hours. Oh, my God. And dude. we were like, what the fuck? Right. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, we have bills. Yeah. You know, we were great workers. It's not like we were getting in trouble or anything yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, so at a certain point. Uh, I took a lot of subs home from work that I shouldn't have, but I was <laughs> yeah. hungry. Yeah. But at a certain point, I had a five pack of ramen because I had one dollar and like some pennies to pay for the tax. Um, I had a five pack of ramen to last me seven days. Oh my gosh! I did it. You know, it sucked, but I did it. You know, so that's where the phrase "I ate today" came from, is because. There was times as an adult where I didn't eat that day. And it's it's definitely humbled me. And not that I wasn't humble before, but like, you know, it's just I've never understood the idea of stress, I guess, because I got to eat today. You know, and a lot of people. That tattoo on the inside of your arm says a lot about that. You could just read that and just know exactly what you what you mean by that. Which one? This one? Yeah. For those of you who obviously can't see, <laughs> well, you can see. Yes. Um, my forearm has a tattoo. It's actually a Mac Miller slogan from once again oh nine two thousand ten something like that that he said a couple times, but it was my thumbs stay up, and that's 
a lot of people laugh at that and like that's fine but yeah it's thumbs up like no matter what my thumbs stay up that was my second ever tattoo my first one was a dumbass one that i just got because i wanted to (laughs) but that was the first ever meaningful tattoo i got and yeah i mean i think it kind of describes me pretty well like my thumbs stay up it's just no matter what i might be in a bad mood or whatever but i'm generally a positive guy so i don't know man i don't know i don't i don't believe in stress i don't like it and you shouldn't either i mean like Think about it though. Like I could honestly go on this topic forever. <laughs> when you're stressed out, what does it benefit? Nothing. No. So like take that same knowledge that's going on, you know, whatever you're thinking like, "Oh, I got to get this done. I got to get this done and, you know, I got to do this before this and blah blah blah." That's great, and I have those same thoughts, but do it in a calm way. There's no reason to even if it's something you have to do quickly, you can do it better when you're calm yeah. than you're freaking out and like shaking and trying to. That's real shit, dude. You know, but why do we do it though? Is it just not human we, nature? you like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. It's I've, and that's what I always tell people. Like I'm kind of different in that aspect. Cause I don't, I don't, I guess, submit to those certain urges. Yeah. I do want to mention one thing since we're talking about stress that once again, I'm sure you've heard me say, but just for everybody else, my favorite thing that I ever learned in psychology was actually on day one of my first ever psych class. Day one, like within the first 20 minutes of my first ever psych class. And I've taken like nine. So <laughs> he said, uh, obviously I don't remember exactly what he said, but, uh, you know, like the stress level that we get, like, you know, I, I brought up a bill not getting paid or, you know, dishes being in the sink or family coming over and you got to clean up real quick and, you know, whatever. You overslept and you're trying to get to work before you're late. That kind of level of stress is only matched in the wild when they're running for their lives. Holy shit. So we have we have the stress level of somebody trying to kill us when we're trying to not be three minutes late for right, work. Right. Right. Who cares A about that three minutes? Bill. Yeah. Right, right. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a late fee. Who cares? Like it's, right, yeah. it's not ideal. I'm not saying it's ideal, but pay the extra 20 bucks and move on, move on with your life. Right. You're stressing for, you said a couple days late on a bill, so you're stressing for 72 hours till you can pay it, and you cough up that extra $20, and now you feel better. Right. So yeah. that extra $20 just costs you 72 hours of essentially happiness to right. some extent. Right, yeah. Why? Peace, yeah. Why? That's, yeah. you know, an hour or two at people's jobs, like, that's two hours that you worked to whatever to get that yeah. off your mind, and I just, I don't... I don't understand stressing over things like that. I guess trivial things. Yeah. Obviously, there's big things you want to stress about, but I've just never, ever been bothered by not being able to get a parking spot, and now i got to walk 10 more feet. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know? I've just... And it's it's hard. It's always been hard for me to give uh, give advice to people. And I actually originally wanted to be a counselor. 
That's oh, why. Oh, damn. That, yeah, that's we'll see. But before I realized why I'm fucked up, I wanted to be a counselor. <laughs> but yeah, I realized that like when people give me issues or or they voice their issues or whatever about what's going on, my reaction is, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Fix it. I've just I've realized that I'm not very good with complainers. <laughs> and not that needing a counselor is complaining to any extent, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it just it can be depending on how you come across, to, on how your tone. So like people will say, "Oh, well, I hate my job, blah blah blah, it sucks. Get a new one. I don't give a fuck. Get a new one." Like if you're that miserable, get a new one. Yeah, take yeah, responsibility but for it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've been here four years. You're in the same position. Yeah. Get a new one. <laughs> right. Start over. Who cares? Like I don't know. I've never been bothered by that stuff. And that's why I was saying earlier when you asked me about the nature versus nurture thing. Like it's it's hard for me to put myself in that situation. Yeah, because I've always had. Not necessarily this mindset, but this to some extent. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the bill being three days late. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, it, in the end, it doesn't matter. It's 20 extra dollars. Right. Who cares? I'm going to enjoy myself, throw you your extra 20, and then I'm going to keep enjoying myself. Right, right. It's just, I don't know. I hate stress. Is my point. <laughs> uh, okay, so... From that, I got a few more things on my list we'll mention and then we'll uh we'll end the podcast. I totally so, forgot there was a list thing going on. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> that's, that's why we do this though, yeah. to get perspectives and different, you know. I like naturally talking, yeah. you know, rather than right. obviously we try to have some sort of outline for the show what we want to talk about, but like I would rather and we'll get there at some point, but just be able to have conversations and just talk for an hour. Right. It's kind of hard for us right now to just talk for an hour. Right, right. But I think we're getting a lot better at it since I just ranted for like fucking <laughs> 20 minutes or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> All right, so moving down my list. Uh, a lot of it we kind of touched on. I got pl- playing piano. That's on okay. there. Yep. Uh, something about the, you know, sonically is soothing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, half the reason I wanted to learn how to play it. I don't expect to get on Beethoven's level at all. Nah, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm coming for your head. But no, uh, no. at the end of the day, it's definitely, you know, just being able to do that is, is a stress reliever for me. Uh, believe it or not, hanging out with my kids, man. Yeah. like I wanted I'm to say that, to, but that's kind of obvious. Yeah. From, so. uh, that's definitely one that I've, I've been using a lot. Since uh, I have the cutest kid in the world, so. <laughs> no. uh Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> ranked. <laughs> Number one, sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh something about hanging out with them uh for a while i get to take part in that innocence and that simple that simplicity that they have about life yeah you know you that realize awesome. that you know dude don't shit matter to them right. and you could just partake in that for a second that's what i'm saying i took yeah. my five-year-old self to now 27 like <laughs> i don't give a shit if there's poop in my diaper I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to keep playing. Right, right. So, yeah, that's how I use that a lot. Um, just getting out of the city, man. I, I, I haven't really so much this year 
But last year, year before, I took a lot of trips to Columbus mm-hmm. just to change my surroundings for a day or right. even a half day. When we went to Chicago for like 36 hours, yeah. that was just super dope. Dude, yeah. And you come back and that completely rejuvenate you yep. Um, you know, for a while. Just just doing that. It's amazing what that can do for you. Uh, and we kind of touched on working out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's obviously one for me when I'm going through things. I just, you know, just that. I, I try to channel that now right. into my workouts. And, it, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't feel better, you're tired as fuck. You don't have the energy to be mad right. no more. You don't have the energy to be frustrated yep. no more. That ad, that workout just kicked your fucking ass. So yep. shut up. Yep. Pick yourself up. Go about your life. Yep. Any other ones you got? That's it, sir. Okay. Yeah, for me, I mean, like I said, music just in general. Uh, almost any type of music just makes me happy. Aside from like country, but <laughs> I could even fuck with some country. So no, nah, that's you know. one that I've, I've I can't even give more than ten minutes. Well, to. see, I grew up time. I grew up in Belleville for yeah. like what seven years, surrounded by country and trucks and mud and mm-hmm. stuff, and it was fun. And like I got into country for like a year or two, you know, mm-hmm. and eventually branched off. So I can fuck with a little bit of country, but. Music in general, uh, motorcycles. I like hiking. I don't really go that often. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I like hiking and just kind of walking and seeing stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, like you said, getting out and doing stuff. And then, I don't know, just fun in general. I just like to go do stuff because I'm what Tommy says is stoop kid from Hey Arnold. Yeah. You know, and that's me a lot of the time. I stay (laughs) inside, but... I don't want to stay inside. Yeah. I want to go out and I want to go have fun and I don't want to go to the bars or anything, but I just want to go enjoy nature or life or whatever. But one little fun fact here before we end too on, on the sense of fun. One thing that's always kind of kept me in that mood is, you know, always having fun and trying to make jokes and all that kind of stuff is like when I was like, I, it was an epiphany I had when I was like 14 or 15. Like every, I guess, multicellular animal or whatever you want to call it, even bugs or birds or mammals or whatever, all of them make a point to have fun. Mm-hmm. All of them. Even insects will like kind of play fight and yeah, go, yeah. you know, they're having fun. Right. So Everything, even like the most vicious stuff, crocodiles, bears, right. lions, tigers, right. all that kind of stuff, they make a point to have fun. Chimps, gorillas right. have fun. Gangsters, they all have right. fun too. Gangsters have some fun, right. Right? right? So I don't know. I just, I've always thought like there has to be something to that to where every species, every kind of somewhat conscious species has fun. So I've always kind of made a point to. At least, I always say I just try to entertain myself. I don't care if you're entertained or right. they're entertained or they judge me. I don't care. I'm having fun. Right, right. That's all I care about. Right. But yeah, just just fun in general. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that was a fun episode. I think. Uh, yeah, you know what I just remembered? Hmm. We did not answer our our, our listener question. Oh man. About universal truths. But hey, listen, whoever you are, you Jordan was Jordan. Jordan. My you apologies. Met him. Oh yeah, that's Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, 
my apologies. We will get you um, on the next time. Or maybe not because we have, I have a special guest next week. You can run it by him, see what he says. Okay, yeah. Uh, we can touch on it. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll we, see. We we'll get it. We'll get to it. Don't worry we'll about it. it. Yeah, and, It's a uh, good question. It's definitely something that I want to actually put some thought into yeah, rather than just kind of ramble off me some too. BS and me half-ass too. it. So, me Jordan, too. if you're listening... It's coming, man. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, I just want to let you know we didn't forget about you. It's such a good question that we want to do it right. So, you know, kind of be patient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, any feedback, comments, questions, concerns about what we talked about today, perspectives, that's what I'm looking for. Give me a different way of looking at something, a, di- a different way of dealing with something that, you know, I might face down the road. So, uh, right. and I hope that I was able, we were able to uh, help you guys in a way too. Yep, absolutely. And and just make sure to, uh, as always, you know, like, follow, subscribe everywhere uh, on Apple Music is, or Apple Podcasts is the main one. Uh, rate and review. Those help us get, you know, listeners in the future. So uh, follow us everywhere at Average AF Podcast on Twitter at Average AF Pod. Uh, but we do uh, appreciate everybody listening and uh, have a good night. And we out as usual. Yeah.